great Scott. Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah. Then you're in the right place. I'm going to make him an offer again. Life moves pretty fast. Welcome to the Man Cave Chronicles. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. This week I have actor Jason Moore. Jason, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing, Elias? Good, how you doing? I'm great, fantastic. Uh, what's uh, what's new on your side? Well, I'm uh, gearing up for the second season. Uh, we're going to start that in a couple of months. So uh, that's pretty much where the head is right now. Um, and just preparing mind and body for that. Uh, congrats on that, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you, man. So, uh... Where are you from? Born in Kingston, Jamaica, small island in the Caribbean. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of course you have. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was born there, and I grew up in New York, Albany, New York, which is the state capital. Uh, a real rundown city. Not much is ever going on there. Um, and so getting out of there was like one of the first things I ever wanted to do once I became like a young adult at the age of 18. Kind of made that decision to get out of there. And then spent some time in uh, the city, Manhattan area. Yep. And then after that, moved to L.A. Yeah. Uh, so it's a quick rundown of how I got to where I am now. Yeah. How, uh, how long have you been in L.A. for now? Uh, about eight years now in L.A. How was the transition going from, you know, Albany, New York to L.A.? Uh, well, New York, period. I pretty much sprinted straight to L.A. because the weather is better. And it's like I don't have to deal with snow and the cold, and so it was it was a no brainer to yeah. come to L.A. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Massachusetts, so we got hit with a big storm today. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys got what was that called? Like a boom something, a boom something. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, bomb something, bomb cycle. Yeah, 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 like a boom cycle or something like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, didn't know what that was. I had to look that up, and I see. It, I was like, oh, when the snow is flying sideways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, been... Or it freezes. It's like it freezes. The, the the liquid freezes before it hits the ground or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's been pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, how did you get into acting? Um, It was like one of those moments where you're going off to college, and it was it was like, yo, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And and uh, one, I, I ran track. I was, I was running in college, and, and I was also like a clown, like a class clown and and, and loud and just obnoxious and always putting on antics and so it's, it seems like a good fit but i wasn't thinking that way before but for some reason uh after this track meet one of my teammates was like yo jason you should just be an actor because i was performing a joke at the time and he just said that and then it just resonated with me and then right after that i started to go look for acting schools and this is like when my freshman year of college and uh i found purchase new york and so I went there the next semester and and uh, kind of was trying to get into that conservatory. And so that was that deal. And so that's when I, I, I got bit by the bug and kind of stuck with it. So it was kind of later on in life. Yeah. It wasn't like a childhood thing that I was involved with. Um, I didn't even do it in, in theater. I mean, in, I do theater in high school. It was just um, college life. And then I went hardcore with it at that point. Yeah. And um. So after you finished that, you did you uh, move right away to LA from there? As soon as you were no, 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 no. I stayed. I stayed in in New York for a while, um, and uh, was doing like the soap operas that were in New York. They all got canceled now, so yeah. they're, they're not even around anymore. 
but it's doing all the soap operas and then whatever other primetime little under five part I was able to get. Um, and in, in New York was where I was seeing a lot of action. And so the decision to move to New LA from New York was, it's kind of weary, but I felt like it needed to happen. Um, but my worst fear came to fruition when I got here and then absolutely nothing was happening. I mean, I was going on auditions all the time, but it's just like nothing happened for years. Uh, and so that's what it was like when I first came to LA in terms of acting. Yeah. What, um, how was it transitioning from like, you know, being like on soap operas to going to something to like the Punisher? Well, it, it was all, I would say that I was extremely excited for those soap opera gigs because they were the first gigs I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is more exciting than that stuff. The first ones, uh, you know, when you get hit by the business and disappointment and you get a bit, you know, um, cynical about the business just a little bit. Uh, and so after a couple heartbreaks, you kind of lose that excitement. You really just want the job, uh, and just want to continue to work. Of course you're happy, but, but, um, it's never like the first ones. Yeah. But when I got the Punisher, <clears throat> oh man, it was like, it was like, I was almost like blindsided by it happening because it was, it was, um, I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't like I had this audition for like planned in advance for like a month or anything like that. And, and, and so when it happened and I started to get the responses that, you know, we all look forward to getting there's like callbacks and then the, you know, people are raving about your tape and all that stuff. And, and I start to feel really excited about this. Like this is going to happen. But I know not to get my hopes up because that's part of the heartbreak that you go through. Yeah. Uh, but once you get that call, or once I got that call from Jeff, Jeff Loeb, uh, who's head of Marvel Television, and he he, he kind of says these three words. He says it like this. He says, uh, the next three words are going to change your life forever. And he says, welcome to Marvel. And then that's when it kind of hits you. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is this is a big deal. This yeah. is a big deal. Were you Were you like... As soon as you hung up, did you like start texting your friends and everything, letting them know, you know, or? Well, like... that call was to say I couldn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> so that call, I couldn't say anything. It was, it was so I couldn't tell anyone. No one knew. Yeah. Um, and so I was just kind of like walking on cloud nine and going about. But it was also like a stress reliever because and a lot of weight off the shoulders because, you know, you work so hard to get something. Yeah. And. I mean, for so many years, and then it finally happens. It's like, oh, okay, and then you finally get to relax. Yeah. How you, you you that feeling of like being able to just relax a little. Yeah, you got you got a gig, you're good. And you and, uh, and you probably had yeah. a feeling too that this gig was going to be something good with Netflix and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was because you know you've seen the whole the, the other ones, so the Daredevils. Yeah. Was, Killed all that whole package that they got going on lineup on on Netflix. I was like, yes. And then, knowing what the Punisher is all about, I said, yo, this can only work on Netflix. No one else is going to do it the way it should be done. This can't happen on ne network television. Um, and so I'd have been a little worried if it was on like network television or cable. Um, uh, but I so so yeah. When all that, it was just it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. What a, were you a comic book fan? I wasn't a big one. I wasn't a big one, but I did read comics growing up because 
uh, it was like, that's what we did. Um, I tell you, like, I would read a lot of them. And you get to love these comic book characters. But here's how I fell out of them. When I started to come across comic book characters or uh, stories and books where my heroes were fighting each other, I had big problems with that. <laughs> yeah. And so I had been putting down comic books for a while because I was like, yo, I couldn't deal with that. <laughs> uh, I was like, yo, how is Batman fighting Superman? And I was like, oh, how is Wolverine fighting Hulk and all this stuff? I was like, no, 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 no I can't do it. Um, and so I kind of walked away from it yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, that's how I was growing up also. It was one of those things where, like, you used to watching the, you know, the superheroes fight bad guys, not each other. And it's like, as soon as, right. you, as, soon as you saw those two mix, you were like, eh, yeah, I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, um, how is it working on the set of uh, Punisher? Well, um, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a, because it's so tight-lipped. It's a whole bunch of people there that knows part of everything, but nobody knows everything. And so if you do have a question, you don't know who to go to. You go to the showrunner. If the showrunner's not there, then who are you going to go to? Yeah. Uh, nobody can say anything to anybody else about their department or whatever their departments were, and, and so to speak, right? And so it's like this weird, um, like, secrecy, you know, uh, set. it's not a bad thing. I get it. We understand. We just don't want any leaks out there. Um, but it's 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 a pretty interesting thing on set. Set runs smoothly as hell. They got this thing working like a well-oiled machine, yeah. and it's great. Um, and it's fun. Of course, it's fun. You you know, Ben with his antics, John with his antics, and I got my share. And so, you know, it's always fun. The chemistry is great mm-hmm. on and, set. And John's a great actor, too. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, 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 he's a good guy, too. So all that plays and, and makes the set a pleasant place to be on. Um, so now you said season two got picked up when you start filming that. Uh, that's going to happen, we don't know, but around February, March, maybe. Yeah. How long does that usually go for? Uh, probably like a six-month shoot, six, seven-month shoot. And it gets and it gets released again like next winter. I have no idea. We don't know that. Yeah. What um? What do you think has been? Do you think the being on the Punisher is your biggest achievement so far in the acting world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of um, this business, this industry, it's been the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about that. The Man Cave Chronicles on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Brian Padone here, founder of Quiet Punch. When I'm not listening to the Man Cave Chronicles, you can catch me filming one of my live workouts on quietpunch.com. Check it out today. That's quietpunch.com. Rotoware.com. Rotoware. Big shout out to the Rotoware uh, company. It's so goddamn comfortable. Can't recommend them enough, man. Yeah. High quality t shirts. Shout out to Rotoware.com. You see me rocking the shirts on the videos and stuff like that. Where'd you get that? Rotoware. 
That is courtesy of Rotoware. It's just it's just the highest quality of shirt. Yeah, I really like the baseball designs you got here. The shirt is beautiful. Everybody who I've talked to who has the shirt basically says they can't believe how good the quality is. Yeah, kid, I've seen you've been getting a lot of love. You said you've been only running for a little over a month. CBS guys are tweeting out shirts. I'm seeing fantasy personalities everywhere digging this guy's shirt. I love the Run DFS shirt. It comes with the baseball cards with all the different shirts on it. Rotoware on Twitter. Check out rotoware.com. Oh my God, is this, is this shirt making love to me right now? Like, what's going on? I love this shirt. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time world champion, WWE Hall of Famer, and CEO and founder of DDP Yoga. And you, monkey, well, you... You're listening to my main man, the man with a plan, Elias, on Man Cave Chronicles. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Bang! How do you, uh, how do you try to improve your acting skills every day? Well, I, I look at real life. I just try to pay attention to real people in real scenarios and see how they behave. Um, people watching was a big thing for me, especially in New York, where so many people and they're just carrying going about their lives. I think that the, the world is a endless bucket of of things to pull from to influence your acting. You just got to be observant. You got to be aware. You got to take the time to kind of like fall back and take note um, of things and then see how to use them. Yeah. Uh, you get you get a scene and, and then you say, all right, what scenario or what's happening in the scene? And then and then what in life have you saw that that was similar to this and see how you can creatively create this moment with this character? Uh, and so that's how I, I just continue to be aware and, um, and and keep myself sensitive to like human life and human behavior. Um, do you think uh, Curtis Hoyle is the hardest role you ever played no i wouldn't say that um at this point there's there's uh all my hard roles were coming when i was learning you know because i was playing like these grand characters and i I still didn't have a a a sound grasp on how it all went and how acting all happened yeah now um unless a role requires some kind of um extreme physical condition um, the approach to acting is is not necessarily the hard part. I don't think I'll get stuck there. Um, uh, but given scenarios, it could get. But I haven't. I wouldn't say Curtis was that difficult to play. No, not at all. It could. I'm not saying that there is no roles that that I can't that won't be difficult. I wouldn't mind the difficult roles. Yeah. Uh, quite frankly, um, what do you it's th- just that to get those difficult roles, you kind of got to be in the game for a while and. And, uh, you know, studios got to trust you with their movie and then you get some difficult roles. Yeah. What, do you, uh, what, do you, what is your dream role? Uh, my dream role is to play like a historical figure um, uh, who I'd be like I, and I got plenty. I got plenty that I, I would love to play. Um, uh, and so. I know there's some, even some of these, like Toussaint Louverture. I don't know if you know about that character. He, he led like the Haitian Rebellion. I do. Um, 
Oh yeah. So it's like all these historical characters that like I'm talking about, like you won't hear about these characters in history, uh, in American history. Um, and so it's some of those to kind of bring awareness to other stories of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but those, when people do make those type of movies are good to watch. Oh, absolutely. Those are like some of my dream roles. Now, yeah. would I, I wouldn't mind playing, um, uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. I would love to do that. Even James Bond, right? <laughs> Even James Bond. I think I bring an element to James Bond that, that hasn't been done before. And I love the Daniel Craig James Bond. Yeah. There was an article the other day about James Bond again about should, should it be a female or, you know, others. And it's like, they can do it. They just, yeah. they, they just, they just have to find the right person and they can do it. Yeah, they, they have to change the... the they could take the, the whole style of James Bond. I don't know. I think James Bond is just fine the way it is. Yeah. Um, but there could just be another agent. Yeah. That that d- does the same thing. Do you have a favorite James Bond? Daniel Craig is my, my favorite James Bond. Yeah. I'm old school. Sean Connery. Sean. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's close. Yes. I, lo- I like. I like. I just. I'm just. I'm just. I just like what Daniel Craig did with the the. And it's all of it coming together too. I just find that Daniel Craig's was more capable than yeah. Sean Connery's. Yeah. Well, two different styles too, two different eras too. Absolutely, and that's what comes into play. Um, I'm just more of a fan of of this era of grittiness and yeah, physical toughness and fighting and things like that. Yeah. Who, who are some of your inspirations and actors that you look up to? Oh man, there's 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 so many of them. Let's you know, uh, Denzel was a big influence. Um, I look at, um, stuff he did, um, uh, Anthony Hopkins, um, it's great. You got, um, uh, man, hold on, hold on. There's so many, but I got to get these. I got these. Cause I was asked this question before and I couldn't pull them out. And as soon as I hang up, I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> but yeah, Al Pacino, oh, yeah, Al Pacino. Um, and his, and the way he does his thing, um, even like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, the way he finesses the roles that he plays. Yeah. Um, and then, and then in terms of like some of the directors, Tarantino, Spike Lee, um, you know, James Cameron, there's so many of them that I, I kind of like look at their work and I try to figure out how they came up with the stuff that they came up with. Yeah. And, um, all, and all those actors, you just, all those actors that you just named, it's like, you know, you just give them a role and they'll figure out how to do it to their best. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's how I approached um, Curtis. It's because uh, they don't really tell you anything. This yeah. up, that's your job. That's what you got to do. Directors don't come in there and tell you anything, so yeah. you gotta be ready to do that stuff. What are uh, like some of your favorite movies and TV shows right now? Some of my favorite movie TV shows: Game of Thrones TV show is just it's one of my favorites. Um, I think I've watched that one a couple several times over. Um, uh, Walking Dead is, is, is great too. I got to get caught up, um, like a season behind, um, 24 was one of my favorites too, but that's old school, but the original, uh, uh, was, was just awesome. Um, and there's some other ones I got in there, uh, in terms of movies, recent movies, that's going to be a tougher one. 
Um, man, that's that, yeah, that's a tough one. In terms of recent movies, I, I'm, I'm not sure which ones I have. Do you have like a favorite movie of all time? Uh, favorite movie of all time. <laughs> you better not laugh at me. Um, <laughs> Lion King was great. Uh, Lion King's one of them. I got, I got uh, the Goonies is one of them. Um, uh, we got the Terminator one and two. Uh, these are movies I could watch at yeah. any point. Uh, yeah, yeah. So those were just those are some of my favorite movies. Man. It, it, it's funny that you said the Goonies because the other day it was on iTunes for like four ninety nine and I bought it because I have a two and a half year old daughter. It's like another year or two and she'll love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Some of, those, some of those old movies are just classics. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you said that uh, in a few months you'll be filming season two of uh, The Punisher, but do you have any other current projects that you're looking forward to? Yeah, so I'm prepping for this boxing film. It's an independent film uh, that that plan on shooting at the end of this month or beginning of February. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh because I'm here training, doing all this boxing stuff, and it's kicking my ass. Uh, so that should be pretty dope. Um, and then I got um, The Quad Season 2 is coming out on BET, so that's Aaron on the 23rd. That season starts on the 23rd. Um, and so that's coming out, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, that's about it at the moment. Yeah. So uh, lastly, uh, what is one fun fact that you want to tell the listeners about you? Oh, dip. One fun fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. One fun fact. Uh, let me think this one out. Because I can't give you one that's not fun. <laughs> All right. So let me give you a fun fact. Um, uh, or something that people don't know about you. Oh, there's many things. <laughs> if it, there's a reason, I try to keep that stuff quiet, <laughs> secret. <laughs> but hold on, let's see. I got one. I got one. I got one. There. Um. Not that's not too funny. Um. Okay, I can do really weird faces. Like I can make really weird faces with my face. Like The Rock. <laughs> Like whoa, what does what does the rock do? He does that eyebrow thing. Oh no 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 no. Uh, even worse than that. Uh. <laughs> like even worse than that. See, see, this is something that someone's gonna have to see. I mean, one day I'll, I'll but it's it's kind of shocking that my face can distort that kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> you should uh, take a picture one day and put it on Instagram. <laughs> see, that's the whole thing. I wouldn't want that to get out there. Exactly. But <laughs> yeah. I usually do it for I usually do it for people like live and then you I'll do it and then they'll be like shocked. And, and it's one of those things. Yeah. But as soon as they want to take a picture of it, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> um, so how can the fans of The Punisher and, you know, your work find you on social media? Yeah, so on Twitter, you can find me at Jason Moore ENT. Uh, and then on Instagram, uh, which is a big one, Jason Moore Official. And then on Facebook, I'm Jason Moore also. It's Jason R. Moore on, uh, on, on Facebook. All right. But yeah, those are my social media handles. All right, is uh, is there anything else you want to share with us before we uh, end the episode? No, no, everything's good, man. You keep up the good work, man. All right, yeah, thanks for coming on. All right, no problem, buddy.